Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama, yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. Hello there. I'm so glad you are joining us again. I have um, what's a a little bit different of an episode um, yet again. It is actually a collaboration with my girl, DG McGee, who you you need to know. All her information um, is in the the show notes, but um, she is a transformational leader, change agent, thought guru. Um, She's an awesome, author um her her theme her life theme her um (laughs) her job is to really and her purpose is to help you find your roar now you're not gonna learn a whole lot about her on this particular episode because this is a recording of something that we did uh a couple weeks ago now, and it is a uh, a webinar that we put together for these Find Your Roar in Corona times. And so what you are going to get an opportunity to do in this episode is listen to our conversation. So this is me uh, as a guest on her show. So a lot of it is, you know, things you guys know as faithful podcast followers, Uh, but it is absolutely a wonderful conversation that we had um, to empower Christian women business owners. And so I am really excited to share this with you. I know that you're going to love it. And don't worry, I'm going to have her back so we can dig more into the many projects and things that she has going on. But um, her contact information is also in the show notes. So you can take a look at her website and follow her on all the social media platform. So enjoy this conversation specifically uh, about finding your roar in Corona, Um, a special episode for Christian women business owners. Enjoy. Greetings, greetings. It is none other than DG McGee coming to you today. It's May the 8th. I honestly am super Super excited about the guest that we have joining us today. She is none other than Serena Moore Thomas. Can you all give her a round of applause for joining us? So so let me say, so hello, Serena. Thank you, ma'am, for joining. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? And well, I want to first say thank you for taking time out of your crazy schedule to Mm -hmm. join us to have this conversation, if you will, because I know you you got a lot going on. Let me tell you guys about uh, my sister here. So Serena is a speaker. She is a author. Okay, you see I got my little flag in my book. She yeah. She's the author <laughs> of The Water Walker, okay? She is a coach and a world-renowned, fearless 
businesswoman, okay? Like for real. So these these Thank are the you. type of people that I have in my <laughs> circle. Now, I'm gonna be honest, the internet didn't want us to be great today because we had technical difficulty going live on a social media platform. However, we're gonna get this out to the masses. Please, please make sure that you watch it from soup to nuts. Great content is getting ready to come your way. I am super excited about it. I um, met Serena just this year. And you would yeah. honestly have thought that we have been knowing each other for years because I don't know if you've ever experienced meeting someone and you felt like you've known them all your life. Y'all ever felt that? Anybody ever felt that before? Mm -hmm. I'm like, where's she from? I know her from another place, <laughs> from another time. Like, she is me, okay? So when we shared stories, uh, Serena and I spoke at an event a few months back and we shared the stage, but when she shared her story with me and vice versa, I just I just wanted to take off and start to run it. Like, it's two of us out here. Like, if it's two of us, it's got to be three, and then there's four, and then there's hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. of millions of women that have the same similar story. It yeah. was insane. Yeah. So when she's and then she shared content before she hit the stage because of our similarities in our story, she said, "You wait, that's part of my talk." Wait. So when she was talking, I just wanted to take my phone and forward <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm being honest. Take my phone and throw it up on the stage. Like how she know? Okay. Yeah. Guys, this I have been super excited about this. I can't thank you enough, my sister friend, for being here. What we want to um discuss today and thank you to our guests that have joined us we have natasha Letitia, we have miss karen down here as well and whoever else that will be watching the replay and those that will um share this information and content with others it is valuable 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 information as uh your host dg mcgee this is something that i just started doing in the midst of covid 19 this is my give back to empower and inspire people through this challenging time right and it's just gone further than what I had originally planned. The end date is supposed to be May the 15th because I figured we would be out by then. Uh, Serena and I would be on some stages back speaking mm -hmm. live and not doing virtual <laughs> events. So we're praying that those doors open um, very soon. Everyone is safe. But in the meantime, and in the meantime, we got some work to do still with technology. Okay. Yeah. So what we're doing here, this talk is simply how to find your role or finding your role in the midst of a crisis. We're talking to those that are Christian business women. Serena and I fall in that category. A lot of you guys fall into that category and we're simply going to have a conversation because there are times where it's very tough for us to be all of those things under one umbrella and deliver what it is that we're supposed to deliver. So Serena and I had a conversation going in about marketplace ministry. We'll tap into that. But Serena, what I want to ask you first is how do you move forward in the midst of a crisis as a BMW, okay? As a boss mom wife. <laughs> yeah, that, that BMW life, that's what I talk about all the time, right? That right. boss mom wife life. And um and and the thing about that was what's really interesting is most people, most women um that are those things, the boss and a mom and a wife, mm -hmm. they become unfortunately defined by the roles that they play mm -hmm. rather than who they really are. And so when you ask them questions like, who are you? Or ask them to introduce themselves, they can only speak 
to, um, you know, they can only speak to what they do and not really who, who, who they are. Uh-huh. Um, and so that becomes a problem. And I think the way that you move forward in times like this, for me, um, I, I recall, um, I recall all the other times in my life where God has opened up doors for me when I didn't expect things to open or made ways for me before. And I think as a Christian woman and as a believer, um, this is, this is a privilege. This is a right. This is a, this is a power that we have. We're in the world, not of the world. There's always something going on, but then we have all of the promises in the word of God, um, that can keep us going. The promise he he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's always with you. You know what I'm saying? Like if God before me, He's more than the whole world against me. The righteous have never been forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. So I'm rehearsing the word um, as a as a believer. I, I get to rehearse the word and wake up every day understanding this is the day that the Lord has made. The earth is the Lord's and right. the fullness thereof. You know what I mean? So I'm just I'm I'm constantly being built up by the word, and so you got to put it in there so that you can access it when you're in times like 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 this. Right. So, so did I, did I leave out minister y'all? Did I forget this? Did, oh. <laughs> did you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> Get in here and watch this. Like seriously. Okay. It, it is real. Here's my thing. We are in a corporate crisis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody yeah. has something that they're going through and dealing with at this moment in this season. Right. Yeah. But what I know to be true, just even between the two of us, this is not our first crisis. No, (laughs) it won't be the last. Let's be clear. This is not even, um, this is, this is almost like a drill. This this is not it. You know what I'm saying? This is one, this is one thing um, that we have going on, but this is not it. And I I used to, um, right before, well, before Corona, I was having Bible study in my house. Like we, Mm -hmm. and understand that my Bible study is not, nothing I do is like normal or regular. Like literally we just be meeting, we be in living room and we talk about the word of God. And, And it's because it's alive and there's life in it. And when you come to understand the word, it, it, it used to be really boring and hard to understand. And I'm like, I don't know why nobody, why anybody is trying to read this. Or once I started praying, God, you know what? I want to love your word because right. I understand that there's promises in there. There's instructions in there. There are things that can help me live this life better in right. there. So give me a love for your word. And that, that became my prayer. And right. I don't, I can't tell you when it happened. But it was, you know, kicked into high gear. I just started to really seek the word. But I was, I was saying, I used to tell the, the people that came to the house, you better learn how to trust God while it's easy. Mm, okay. And what do I mean by learn how to trust him while it's easy? During that time, while you have a job, while you, um, while you have a roof over your head, food to eat, right. while you have the activity of your limbs, like during those times, it's, 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 it's easier. And here's why it's easier. Cause you really not trusting him. You, you, you are teeter tottering on trusting mm-hmm. him. You are trusting your own abilities. You're trusting what you can make happen. Right. Um, but it makes it easier to let go a little bit at a time when you, when you have some things, so you don't get into a crisis and have to learn how to try you, you know what i'm right, saying you right. you do that you you do the work you're ready you get ready so you don't always have you be ready so you don't right. always have to get ready there you go um and yeah that's good you don't get in a car accident and then go get car insurance you get right. a car you get the car <laughs> insurance just in case 
there's an accident because something is coming. Something. something is going to happen from, from a life perspective. And I could not personally move the way that I move as a Christian businesswoman without Christ being the foundation. Yeah. So when you're talking about being able to rightfully divide the word of truth and to dissect, there were days I have my, listen, let me show you this real quick. This is my Jesus calling book. This is my devotion, all right? Y'all see how tore up this thing is? Like, for real, okay, it's on the last leg. But there were days where when I first started, you know, as a babe in Christ, trying to understand and dissect, and I felt like I was reading Shakespeare. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Let me go get a concordance. Uh, I need everything. Okay, let's break this down. I need the NIV, the all the IVs. I need every version to make sure that I'm right. getting this right because I'm, I'm missing something, you know, but right. th that's the foundation I feel like that we have to have as business women that are Christians. One of the things uh, I wanted to speak to is, what are your thoughts? I know a lot of business women that are Christians that know about um, going into business, but they don't know what their worth or their value is, what it is that they're bringing to the table. So being a Christian, sometimes we feel like we, got, we have to have a low price point. We have to give it away for free because it's great to sow a seed. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to talk about that because I know a lot of women struggle with saying my price is X because of their value and their belief system. So look at your, your what's on your eyebrows go. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So can can you tap into that? Because a lot of people struggle. Well, I don't know what to charge. I I should do that because this person goes to church with me, or I'm gonna sow into this ministry. But I, you know, I'm telling people I understand that. And as a businesswoman, there are things that I do offer. I do serve. I'm a server, but at the same time, it is a business. So talk talk to us about that as a Christian businesswoman. Yeah, I mean, a, a part of it, and I think the large part of it is most of the time we struggle there because we're worried about what somebody else is going to think. Let's mm -hmm. be be honest. Mm -hmm. You're you're worried that if you tell your price, they're going to be like, "Oh, you supposed to be a you know, I, this is service." I mean, so okay, it's about money now. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you really honestly, that was my, that was one of my biggest struggles in, in the church. Um, mm -hmm. because as a young entrepreneur, when I first started my first business, I was just 21 when we incorporated, by the time I was on the cover of black enterprise, I was 26 years old. We were right. building a multi-million dollar revenue generating business. Things were happening. And I would, I, I mean, I, I felt like I couldn't testify about the fact that I won a six figure contract. Right. Um, because it was, it was more celebrated if you got a 35 cent raise, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and I didn't, and that's how I, I was made to feel that way by certain people. Right. And so then I started to feel like, oh, well maybe making money is a bad thing. Right. You know, and then you hear people, oh, um, money is the root of all evil. Well, that's not what the scripture that's not true. says. The love. Um, the love of my, I don't love money. Right. I, everybody's assignment is different. I'm a Joseph. I don't care what nobody say. I'm right. called to prosper in times like this. I'm called to gather and I'm called to other places. Joseph prospered in a land that wasn't his own. There you go. Right. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. And I don't need the wealth of the wicked when I get to glory. Okay. I'm just saying it's not necessary there. <laughs> <laughs> right so right. why would it be stored up for the right you know like right. so there, 
I, I had to, I had to learn not to do things to please other people. That was the first, that was the first right. thing. I think that's usually the struggle. And then you have the struggle of value, right? You don't understand your own worth and value. And even for me, I have a coach myself and right. sales is, is icky to me still. And I do it all, you know, I, I, I we're growing a, a business, several businesses, right? right. I don't like being salesy. Right. And he's like, no, you're communicating value. There's a difference between communicating your value and serving. And here's the other thing. When people sow into you, so mm -hmm. if somebody invests with me, invests in coaching with me, mm -hmm. they're not just, I'm not just charging you. You're right. investing. You are sowing at the level that you want to see a return at. That's so good. if I don't charge you, then I'm preventing you from having an opportunity to sow. That's it and give and it shall be given unto you you know what i mean like you gotta release it in order for it to come back so if i don't charge you i'm holding you up right and you know they won't show up the same if i were to give my coaching programs away they would not value it because you think you think about it when you're looking for um to purchase a product or service right and you're looking at it and you see a low price point you see a medium price point and a high price point and you want the best Mm -hmm. you, you want the quality you're uh -huh. gonna scratch your head on that low price for what it's 45 dollars right. but i don't know if, if they're selling it for 45 and they're selling it for 500 maybe theirs is better i'm gonna get more i'm gonna value more i'm gonna show up different okay yeah because yeah. i have valued it i have invested in what it is that i want yeah what it is that i need in yeah. order to catapult me to the next level so I, I, I really wanted to touch on that because I struggle with it. You yeah. said you struggle we with all, it. We all struggle with it. Yeah. But we I just want to serve. That's it. We want we want to serve, but it's still a service. But the service is to get you to your next level. So at the end of the day, from, from a coaching program, mm -hmm. we want to make sure that you grow, that you excel, and the needle is being moved more so than what it was before. Yeah, and there's a clear line in my business versus ministry. Mm -hmm. So I'm a, I'm a speaker and I'm a minister, right? right? So if someone calls me for a ministry engagement, like right. last, uh, last year I went to North Carolina to speak at the um, uh, Church of God conference, mm -hmm. apostolic, God apostolic conference or something. Mm -hmm. um, but it was clearly a church conference. Right. They filled out a speaker request form like everybody else, but we handle those different in the business. If it's right. a ministry engagement, there is no, I'm not asking you a speaker fee. I'm not charging you an honorarium because that's not what God told me to do. Right. Now, what I will need to do is uh, uh, accommodations and travel. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? I got to right. get there. Right, exactly. From where I'm coming from. Right. But I don't have, like, for example, an, an honorarium to come minister because mm -hmm. freely that's been given to me and freely I do give in, right. in that regard. Right. By the book, you do that. You know what I'm saying? And if God lays it on my heart to give someone a book, which he does often, right. if he lays it on my heart to give you access for a month or three or two, then I do that. Right. So we're, it, it, we just we're guided differently and, exactly. and there's still room to have balance there. I like it. That's yeah. good. So I hope everyone is getting good content out of this and getting these nuggets because as Christian business women, we struggle with price points and knowing what our value is. And a lot of times that comes from roots from our own personal money issues. Okay. Yeah. So 
we got to debunk that before we can actually go and serve and do what it is that we need to do to be able to help other people, whether it's a product that you have, whether it's a service that you're offering, know the value that you bring to the table and everyone is not your client. Wait, say that again. For the people in the bank, For the everyone <laughs> is not your client. Can I add to that? Can I add to that? Please, all not money only. is good money. Go ahead. Not only that, yes. everybody that need help don't need your help. Come on. That's the truth. Because I refer people to other people, to other coaches. Like, you're not my client. You're not my client. I hear you. I understand what it is you need. But I know Serena. Let me send you over here to Serena. You'll be a good fit for Serena. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that referring. And then, I mean, I had to learn that because I was just trying to help the world. Right. Um, And you got a lot of people that are doing that. Are you in business? business? Are you nonprofit, for-profit? If you need to give, you need to be not a, a nonprofit. You, right. you understand what I'm saying? Because right. how are you going to employ people? How are you going to run your household if you're giving everything away? That's just not wise. You're supposed to be a good steward. That's not being a good steward. If it's you're not. giving it all away, so you don't have food, but you know, ever. Not, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you sacrificing. Now, there's right. a difference. Like when you sacrifice for somebody else, that's a whole different thing. But come on, you ain't never got nothing something's wrong everything away some something is wrong with that so yeah everybody that needs help doesn't need your help sometimes we can become crutches and and gods to people Um, and it's okay to say no let your yes be yes according to the word let your no be no right stand stand firm on it but i have people that struggle oh well they wanted to pay me if that's not what your fee is if your fee is x and they don't have x you can't constantly keep changing your price point and negotiating with people just to have a client. Yeah. This, if they come to the table ready, they're ready. If your price is X and they are ready to invest because right. it's, not, it's not a sale because you're getting, we're getting you to the next level. So right. it's an investment. I have a coach. A coach right. has a coach. So yes. when, you know what I'm saying? It's necessary. Same. It's necessary. necessary for us to all grow and to get to where we want to get to. So I, you know, I just feel like I don't chase money. Mm -mm. I don't chase money. I'm a King's kid and who God has for me to coach. That is who he has for me. And that's who I'm going to coach where I'm supposed to speak at. That's where I'm supposed to speak at and vice versa. So I don't, it doesn't matter if you own a hair salon, whatever your price point is, if your client can't do that, that's not your client. You can send them somewhere else and then there will be times that you will sow seeds and bless right. but we have to maintain a business we are beyond doing hobbies okay? right right it's over right hobby season is over so talk to us Serena, a little bit what have you done that you've in business at this point in juncture um with all that's going on and diversifying your business how have you had to uh, move a little bit different or pivot differently because of the crisis well, you know what? I um I shared this a couple of times and and um, my husband and I have have talked about we talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. I really honestly feel like God has been preparing me for this time for okay. at least the last 2 years. Okay. I felt like prior to really 2020, so 2018, 2017, 17, 18, 19 tough um tough tough years. I made a lot of sacrifices. 
Um, I walked away, well, I, I released the book and, and did that, but I was still unclear about, God, okay, I can do all of these things. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of starting over in a sense. I was running somebody else's business. Mm -hmm. I put all my stuff on the back burner to mm -hmm. give all to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And then I had to deal with the regret. I had to deal with the hurt. I had to deal with the, you know, uh, the, the fact that I didn't drop the ball and I did all this stuff and had nothing to show for it. So I had all these emotional things going on. Um, and I feel like God already had me in a place of like COVID-19 shutdown. Okay. Like to the point okay. where I, I, I'm like, okay, Lord, now come on. It's Serena. You know what I'm saying? Like I <laughs> accomplished a lot. I could do anything at any point in time, but nothing was working. Okay. Okay. Nothing was working. Nobody okay. was calling. No, no, like everything that I tried to put my hand to, it felt like it was crumbling and falling. Mm. It was one promise after another. Oh, Serena, come here. We're going to do this. We would get all the way to the table. Oh, we're not going to be able to do this. Okay, go to another city. Oh, the Lord said that you're going to. Okay, cool. We're going to do this. No air and it crumbled. I, I took a plane all the way to Atlanta. was supposed to have a huge meeting at the time. Um, I was working on this project. And got landed in Atlanta and was like, well, the meeting has been canceled, you know, but they, they paid for my flight. So I literally flew to Atlanta for nothing. Like it was just like those kinds of things happening over and over. And I'm like, God, like I quit. I can't quit. You know right. what I mean? I right. quit. I can't quit. And, and so I was already there. By the time we, we got into COVID, I, I can tell you now, I guess my business the last two months is probably, it's, we've had the best two months. Mm -hmm. um, than earlier this year. So oh. we are prospering um, in the middle of a, a, of a pandemic. I've yes. been able to employ folks. I've been able to do some things like, so we, we are definitely growing. The pivot, um, and it wasn't really a pivot. God had laid in my heart to build this like virtual empire. Awesome. Sorry, I'm in the classroom. I had to say something to the kids. That's all uh, right. <laughs> but uh, we we um, got it already laid it on my heart to build this virtual empire. So Water Walker Academy, online school, um, the Water Walker group, VIP group, which is a membership group. That's right. where I do mentoring and, and masterminds, right? Right. I already had um, the idea for the podcast. I had picked out the music in 2015. So wow. y'all hear right now. Doo, 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 doo. That was like music that I picked out back in 15, 2016 um, because I was preparing. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I understand. The podcast release. So everything for me was already coming together so that I was totally comfortable with being right here doing this. Right. Um, and so, and then um, the federal contracting stuff got it laid it on my heart to start teaching that again. I've been doing federal contracts for 10, over 10 years. Um, I grew a business to $100 million That's awesome. just supplying Boeing aircraft parts to the federal government. Like, so those kinds of things come natural to me. I taught myself how to win contracts, how to use certifications, how to do those things. Mm -hmm. um, and and it was like, okay, Serena, it's time to teach that. Right. Like, ah, I did that before nobody showed up. They don't want to hear it. They don't believe me. They don't believe that this work, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? It wasn't that right, right time. Because um, I got a couple students on here now. Um, it, like, it just wasn't the right time. There's no doubt I know my stuff. 
Right. So it wasn't about me though. God's timing is perfect. Everything. Oh my goodness. And the thing is, it wasn't so much that it wasn't time um, for him to do anything. Mm. I wasn't really prepared. I wasn't really prepared, inside prepared. Okay. There was some preparation that needed to happen. There was some process that needed to happen. There was some deep reliance on God that needed to be there. I was mm-hmm. deeply relying on my ability, my skill, my yami, um, and that ain't necessary, right? right? Like he wants me deeply relying on him. And it took that shutdown Ooh. in order to get that deep reliance. And so for some right now, this shutdown is causing deep reliance. And what I'm saying is my shutdown caused deep reliance. So I feel actually more released in this season than I feel held back in this season. Let me tell you something. We can rip that 10 different ways to Sunday and that'll preach right by itself. Like for real, I don't even, I don't even know where to turn from that point right there. Cause it's, it's powerful. Like for real, because this right here will, this season will either make you or break you. One of the two. Yeah, and and I feel the same exact way that you feel. I have um, been busier in the midst of a crisis than I have any other season. Don't sound it doesn't make good sense, but it's God sense. You understand what I'm saying? It's good sense. I've had more speaking engagements, books, (laughs) virtual events. I'm like, where these people coming from? Okay, but it took the quietness the still of the hour for me to focus and to get in my prayer closet and talk to God and say, hey, where is it that we really get ready to go now? What is it that you really want me to do now? What are you saying in this season for me and this business for us to be able to go and do your work as we talk about evangelism, marketing, ministry, yeah. businesses? You understand what I'm saying? Listen, light is necessary in dark places. Come on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Light is needed in dark places. And so we have, at, we're in this world because we're talking to believers now, right? right we're we're right. talking to believers. We are in this world, not of this world, yes. right? The, the world is looking for answers. I have the answer. I am intimately connected with the God that knows everything about everything. No disease is too strong. Mm. No situation is too complicated. No thing is too big. No thing is too hard. Do you understand? The spirit of God lives in me. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is alive in me at work. I I have access to the creator of all things. Tell me who you want to talk to when you need to know something. That's it. The one who knows everything. Everything about everything. Everything about everything, the one that created everything. And I say this on the podcast a lot. The maker of a thing determines the purpose of a thing. And so what we have right now is people who are looking for purpose, looking for answers outside of the one that created them. So a chair doesn't look at the maker of the chair and tell it who it is, right? There's a scripture, I think it's Isaiah 45 or something. It says, does the the clay look at the potter Potter. and Mm -hmm. tell the potter what it's going to be? Yep. That's right. That's what we have going on right now. And when you're disconnected from who your creator is, then you you live in a different way. 
you're living a different way. And so I believe in this hour, the way that God is, and I don't know how he's navigating you, but I'm running into, I'm running into people like you all day. I'm running into myself. I'm running into believers at the heads of corporations. I'm running yeah. into believers at the heads of organizations. I'm running into believe. And so there is a different kind of connection. We're needed in this hour. And so some believers are realizing that the idea, the thing God gave you seven years ago was mm -hmm. for now. Right. And you didn't do it, but he's merciful, right? Every day, mer new mercies we see, he's see, merciful. Right. But you were supposed to do it already. Now, now, now the destroyer of comfort zones is coming out. I'm sorry. Come on now, mercy. listen. You was already supposed to have this thing done. That's it. And, and not for you to feel bad, not for you to beat yourself up, not for you to regret anything, but for you to recognize that God is in control and, and you're not, you're not, you, you have to now pivot, you turn away, you have to fall on your face, you got to fall on your knees, you got to get back, get in line and say, okay, God, you're right, what, what am I supposed to do? That's what it. was I supposed, you know, show me again, try me one more time. <laughs> like you, you have to surrender and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to walk in that fear. I'm going to walk by faith this season right here. This is what your faith is for. Don't tell me it's for anything else. Cause it's not this, this right here is what faith. you don't need faith when you got it together. You don't need faith when you know where it's coming from. Right. You don't need faith. If you know how to do it. That. This. That right there is nothing but the truth. On, on my face, seeking God in my prayer closet, more things have happened. My relationship with Christ is deeper. Mm -hmm. It's heavier. It's yeah. grounded. It's more profound now in this season. Cause I even told my pastor, I was like, listen, you know, when I come back to church, I'm either going, I might have a collar on. Okay. <laughs> I might be, if I don't have no collar on, I might be on the Sentinel ministry. Cause I'm not leaving to everybody else. Leave. I'm going to lock up the church cause we haven't been in so long. Right. I'm not leaving to everybody else leaving. Cause when we get back to church, it's going to be like Easter. Okay. Like it's going to be packed. <laughs> None of the services are going to end on time. Cause we just going to be in there. Okay. Because so much is happening in this season but i want you to to tap into because just for the people that may not know who serena is let's talk about how you grew up with this uh silver spoon in your mouth you know pe people yes. think pe people think that people think that <laughs> women that are strong business women had to come from money she must have she must have been born into money to be able to do this and maneuver these government contracts i came off of my face out of my prayer closet into a meeting into a government contract putting out proposals that's not what i was looking for but god spoke to me in my prayer closet he said i need you to contact this person i need mm -hmm. you to submit this proposal i need mm -hmm. you to do x y and z that turned into a government contract we got to be ready and stay ready but it does not mean you have to come from money in order to run a business mm -mm. no no actually what's, come not... from? what's going on in philly what's really going on okay well <laughs> Let me see here. First of all, you know, most of the story is in my book, Water Walker. I should absolutely plug right now. Um, plug it too, Grillo. So, um, so a lot of the story is in Water Walker, but no, I, I started out as a, um, as a teenage mom. So I had the twins when I was 17, uh, when I was 17 years old. Now, prior to having the twins, 
And I got at least one person on here that has known me for, ooh, Natasha, I don't know how long you know me, but we're about nine. We're about nine when, when, <laughs> when, when we met. Um, but as a younger person, I was always loud and ambitious and, you know, out front and outspoken oh, and all of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was me. I was the first to get my permit, my working papers, the first to be driving out of my friends. Like, it was just, I always had a job. I was funding my bank account at like 15. I had a CD at, on, Summit, at, at Summit Bank. Now, y'all don't even know what Summit Bank is. Now, Summit Bank, the, the, the commerce, the, the Bank of America. Like, it, I think Summit Bank was from, I don't even know when. Um, but anyhow, I, I was just always very ambitious. Um, I got into involved in a relationship with, um, with uh, a man that was 10 years older than me. I was 16. And um, I ended up pregnant my last year of high school. And so while um, a lot of my friends were planning to go to college, I was planning something totally different. I was planning like, okay, where am I going to live? What am I going to do? Right. That kind of thing. And so I ended up, um, my father and I, we all, uh, my father and my brother and I, um, and in the beginning it was just actually me and my dad, we started, we ended up starting a construction site cleaning company because he worked on a construction site. I worked there too, actually after high school um, in, the, in the trailer. Um, as an admin assistant. And he was just like, Serena, you know, if you can figure out how to start a business, I'll do a service and, and, and we'll have our own business. And, and that's exactly what we did. We started in my brother's old bedroom. Um, we paid our first employee with my dad's unemployment check. Um, we didn't have a degree between the three of us. Mm -hmm. um, we just believed God. We, we really did. We believed God and um, just had a, had a vision. And so that business quickly grew. Um, I was uh, president and CEO of that business for um, a long time, actually. I, I, I resigned when my son was about, well, when my son was born. So that was about eight years ago. Um, so grew that business. That's actually how I learned government contracting and stuff like that. And most of, basically everything that I learned, even making a million dollars, I didn't think that was a big deal until all like newspapers and awards and all this stuff started coming. I was like, well, what the, well, okay, well, yeah, sure. You know, thank you for the, what, what date I need to be at the place that's right, that's to right. accept the thing. <laughs> like I, it was, it was, I, I thought that that's what all businesses do. So my, my blissful ignorance was my greatest advantage because I didn't have anything to be defined by. Right. I was defined only by what God could make happen. And so I learned early that there were no there were no real rules like the there were rules just understand me that a lot of that stuff what they weren't talking about me it was right. like you know <laughs> like, you can only do this if you have a eight year uh, an eight year degree right. and you know that it, and i'm like no i don't have any of that but let me tell you what i qualify to do right you know what i'm saying so god doesn't call the qualified right he qualifies the, the called and so he makes sure that you know what to do if he call you to it. And that's exactly what, what kept happening over and over again. So I can say that I, I learned early how God would maneuver me in and out of situations. Mm -hmm. I've been, and, and, and here's why I'm telling, I'll tell you why I'm telling you this. I've been, like I said, on the cover of Black Enterprise, right? In Essence Magazine, New yeah. York Times, Urban Influence Magazine, 40 Under 40 in two states. Madam C.J. Walker Award, a whole yeah. bunch of other ones back here, right? right? With no publicist, with no marketing person, with no PR firm. Oh, that's good. 
at all, ever. I've never, ever, if you Google Serena Moore and you do images, it's like, and before social media, before Facebook, before Instagram and before LinkedIn. Come on. So, I mean, who, who else? Only God could do it. What, what, and what's your other thing? No excuses. We don't have any excuses. None. So there's no excuses. There, there's no excuses. And for me, you know, social media is kind of funny to me because I get to see people you know, you, you see, you see people show up, you know, just start their business last week and they the expert. You'd be like, now, come on, baby. Come on, baby. I feel old now. Yeah, yeah, come yeah, on. yeah. Come on, honey. And, and, and those people need, need that hand holding. They, they need some coaching and some grooming to get them to where yeah. they really, really need to be. But, but this is all, again, it's almost like, and if you listen to the last podcast episode, you'll hear it. It's almost like, you know, I talk about Moses, if not you, then who, right? right. It, it, Moses from the beginning, from being put in the Nile river and being sent down the Nile and showing up at Pharaoh's daughter's house. He was always God's choice to lead the children of Israel out of captivity as a baby. You know what I'm saying? And so all those things that he was exposed to, all those things that happened to him, all those things that he saw saw even the crimes that he committed the things that he did him running away and going into witness protection you know mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. all of that was making his story and was I qualifying him yeah it was qualifying him and so if we fast forward to right now Serena 2020 she's so solid like my business experience is solid and he's qualified, like he's, but God did that. I didn't, I didn't do that because I wouldn't have known what to do. Right. But it is like, when you get me, you're, you're getting an expert. I didn't just come up with this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. that the first business going on to run another business as a C, who gets hired as a COO with no degree? Me. That, that's qualified. Okay. You do. Yeah. That's good stuff for real. How I run a, a whole nother person's company to yeah with no, no zero degree and then another company director of I, I would think I was director of sales and marketing and I used to apply to uh, positions like that when I was 17. Now I used to apply to um <laughs> the director of resources and and the president and the president of sales that's the that ambition <laughs> that's the drive in you you can't help it I do yeah I was like, look, I need a high level job. I got high bills and I serve the most high God. So That's basically it. all I need is an opportunity. I, and I really honestly believe if yeah. I got that interview, y'all going to love me. You're going to love me. I need to see that at the table. Just get me to the table. We can take care of the rest, right? Just to the table. And so I've always kind of moved like that. Right. And, and what that's allowed to happen is for my faith to increase more and more. You can't tell me what God can't do. Period. There's like, you can't tell me you, there's nothing, there's nothing you can convince me of that God can't make happen that God can't do. And, and I'm, I'm going to say this, and I think this will bless somebody because this is what I woke up with this morning. I didn't know if it was for here or for my prayer time this morning, but as I woke up this morning, I kept hearing over and over the little that you have is enough. Oh, the, the little that you have, it is enough. And he kept giving me all these references. He said, the woman that came to, the woman who had a debt owed, right? Whose husband had died, who only right. had her and her son. What's in your house? I only have a little Use bit it. of oil. 
Okay, yeah, boom. Make me a little cake. That's right. That we can use that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I only have a little bit of oil. We can we can use that. Okay, God, we got more than five thousand people to feed, and we basically we got these two fish. We got these five loaves. Oh, we can use that. You know what I mean? We, these two fish and these five loaves. A little bit submitted to me makes for more than enough because on, it's overflow. never about. It's never about what you have. It's about who he is. Moses, what's in your hand? I, I got a rod. Okay, boom. We can use that. Stretch out your rod. Do you understand what I'm? It, it, uh, we have armies of people of enemies coming against us all over the place. Jehoshaphat's like, yo, we got mad enemies coming. They're coming from everywhere. Yeah. God says, okay, be still, <laughs> stand still, hold your position. This battle's not yours. It's the Lord's. You have enough. Everything you need, you already have. Oh, let and so let. once you once you get that. I have everything that I need. So I'm never looking outside of me for more because it's actually in me. I'm like Moses coming down the Nile in the basket. He mm -hmm. already picked me. Right. <laughs> to That's it. Lead the children of Israel out of captivity. I've already been chosen. It's done. You have already been selected. <laughs> Listen, I, when y'all... I hope you get notes, okay? Because at, at the end of the day, regardless of what you think, and a lot of times, we're going to talk about social media for a minute. A lot of times, social media can can kill your dream, if you will, yeah. because we can get caught up into what other people are doing. But what they're doing is not what you're supposed to be doing, and vice versa. Your thing is your thing. And a lot, a lot of times, we don't really know what it is that we have. Our transferable skills, at best, from even the workplace can turn into a business to set us in a position to be able to bless other people with our services. So I tell people all the time, look at what it is that your skill set is that can turn into the business. You know, if it is, right. you know what I'm saying? What if it is that you're supposed to write this book? What if it is right. that you're supposed to be a, a speaker? What if it is you're supposed to be this coach or start a program or a course or whatever it is, you have something to offer the world that you can now make your business and monetize and take to the next level. But there, there are a lot of us that are in a place where we don't feel as if we are enough. My sister just sat here and told you that we are qualified. And I want, I want to read something and we're going to tap into the water walker. And we're going to close out here shortly. Let me tell you something. When I read this book, okay. Mm -hmm. I read this book. About like I almost threw my phone at you. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to throw, I wanted to throw this book across the room. Listen, I got my BMW part. I got, I got all my goodies right here. I'm going mm -hmm. to page 39. Okay, so yeah, for y'all that don't have the book, I need to <laughs> tell them how they get the book. So, right, it's on Amazon. It is on Amazon, and they can also go to IWalkOnWater.net. Mm -hmm. Is another place. IWalkOnWater.net or on Amazon. Okay, so listen to this. What does it say? The fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Proverbs 29 and 15. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just that girl who decided to go for it. Mm -hmm. This is a quote from Serena herself. Mm -hmm. So we have no <laughs> excuses, okay? We mm -hmm. have to just go for it. Whatever it is that you're thinking about, for those that are actually in the program, taking the course for federal contracting in the boot camp, go for it. Now is the season, like for real. But let me read this right here because there are a lot of people that are in the, the workplace 
that are stuck. And I was this woman. And this right here, look, I'm gonna mark my book up. I don't even know. If I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't really do audio. I listen to audio books. And I don't do um, like the Kindles because I got to get a physical copy. I'm old school. I got to mark up and highlight. Okay, for real. Mm-hmm. Like it's the Bible. Listen, my body filled the position, but my heart and mind were no longer committed to being there. I mm-hmm. had to tell my boss that it was time for me to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many of you can resonate with that? You are working the nine to five grind. And some of y'all working 10, 12, 15 hour days for someone else, okay? Yeah. You, yeah. you physically there, but mentally you have checked out because you know that there is something greater that you are supposed to be doing. I was this woman, okay? I was this woman working in a non-diverse and inclusive place. And I was like, God, I know you got more for me than this. So what is it? And I would second guess myself. I was like, you want me to do what? You want me to speak? You want me to write a book? You want me to coach? Like, not me. Right. She I'm telling you. Said he qualified me before he ever called me. I just had to accept the call. And, and you got to do it. You, you, you have to do it. People, one, people are waiting for you to show up. And my, my group knows, I say it all the time. There are people waiting for that book that you have, right? That only you can write, really. Yeah. Um, but we complain about what we don't have, right? So we'll say, oh God, I don't have the website, but I don't have the, the, the secretary. I don't have the publishing company. I don't have, all those things are not necessary if you do nothing. Gas ain't necessary in a parked car. Come on. I'm just saying, you don't right. even need to go to the gas station if you park. There's a difference between being parked and being stuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Too many are parked. So as you go, there are some things that have to open up for you because you're moving. That's it's right. almost like when, when there's, a, there's a place in, in the scripture where God led the children of Israel to cross this time. It was over, um, was it over the Nile? I think they were crossing. It wasn't. It wasn't the Red Sea. I think it was the mm-hmm. Nile River. But anyhow, they he led them all the way up to the to the water. Right now, right. the water is there. The river is there. Mm-hmm. So the Bible says that they walk, they go, they go, they get to the water. And it said when the when the priest went first. Mm-hmm. It said when their toes touched. Come on. Edge of the water, the water pushed up to one side and mm-hmm. opened up so that they could go over. That's it. So what what we do is get an inch before the water and say, it's water right here though, but it's water, <laughs> right. but, but, but there's water. So, okay, let's, let's build a boat. Let's build a bridge. Let, and then we start coming up with all these things. And if you just keep going, you see, we, we say that God can make a way out of no way, but we never want it to be no way. <laughs> we, we never really want to get to no way. Cause when, right. when, when you get to no way, then that's super uncomfortable, right? But but he can make a way out of no way. That's well, then you don't, how he gonna make a way if you still got a way? That's it. So we're scared to get to no way. So if those priests, if that, if the, if they would have gotten to the place where they just saw the water and said, oh, there's water there, yeah. their toes, the edge of their toes had to touch water and it shot up to the other side and allowed them to go over. So we keep stopping right before the water. Right, we right before it. Right, just keep going. Some doors don't open until you walk up to them. It's like Target. That's it's it. Censored. Soon as you get to a certain place, it's gotta open. That's what I was about to say. Like you gotta get close enough to the door for the door to open. The door's not gonna open for you in the parking lot while you sitting there thinking about what you get. You gotta take some action. You gotta take some steps. When yeah. we're talking about building businesses, 
we think we get scared and start thinking about, oh, I need this massive team. I need this. God will send the people when the work is beginning to be done. You understand what I'm saying? You don't need 10 people on the team and you don't have a standard operating procedure. You don't need 10 people on the team. You don't have a business plan. You don't need these things until you are mentally prepared to get to the next level. When he sees that you're doing the work, the people will come. And it's not anybody. It's the right people. Okay. It's the right people. When I when I did my book launch and it was super dope and fly. I'm telling you, that the video is out there, y'all. It was it was hot. All right, it I gotta go find a, it. It was at a co-working space in um in Cherry Hill Mall. It was actually a um um yeah a big co-working um area. Mm-hmm. And um uh, I got I went to the mall one day and I was in there talking talking to the lady and I'm like this space is dope. Like mm-hmm. I actually went there to support somebody they have a store connected to it or whatever um uh they they uh, yeah they have a store connected to it so I went in there and I'm like this place is so awesome talking to the lady we're having this conversation I tell her you know I'm looking for a place to have my book launch mm-hmm. she was like oh okay well we haven't done one of those here before da, 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 da. long story short they end up we exchange information she looks me up a little bit whatever mm-hmm. she sends me an email and was like we would love to host your your book launch here um and at first she was trying to like tell me the price or whatever whatever and i was like oh okay cool then she emails me back and says hey listen i was talking to my supervisor basically um we want to give you the space to to do the the book launch here because we haven't done one um we just want to be able to document it and share it because it's some it's it would be something like an event that we could do right i said for real she said yep not only did she say that, right? She was like, it's during, I forget what week it was, maybe midweek or something like that. So we're going to promote it, your book launch to all of our followers, all of our people. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, there's a big old jumbotron thing in the middle of the mall. Okay. They put my whole picture, my whole book, my whole everything Come on now. in the middle of Cherry Hill Mall, right? And not only that, there was, I mean, everything was coming together, coming together, coming together sponsor for the catering or this for the ad and a this for the that and I was I, I tell people all the time none of that would have been necessary if I didn't write the book come on That's right real. so all we right. wait and we like I don't know how I'm gonna publish it I'm just write something on the paper like come on now type something in that daggone document and and, and come on we don't <laughs> you don't need a publisher that's not necessary where you are right a, a place right. to have the book launch is not necessary before I start the book that's right it's not needed until I get to that point. And see, this is what it means to walk by faith. This is what it means to live by faith. You want a bunch of stuff that's not necessary where you are. That's the truth. That is the truth. Girl, I could talk to you all day, but listen, I can't talk to you all day. Listen, listen, that's what I was about to say. We get, we get ready to wrap. Let's see <laughs> we can wrap. We got to wrap this thing up. Listen, this is, this is. We can go on, like for real. Social media didn't want us to be great, but we still great, y'all. Like for real, we okay, You got me on. You got me on fire. I might have to just go live on my own and just get it. Drop some nuggets. Like I might listen. Like, we should do that. We should go live individually <laughs> on our pages and just drop some of these same nuggets. And then after that, I'm going to uh, make sure that you get this this footage. This has been uh, amazing. My last question to you for all the boss mom wives out there christian women trying to manage the family the business that everything how do you juggle it all serena i know you homeschooling and all this good stuff this is the last question how you, how you juggle it all 
Um, so I got a whole podcast episode dedicated to that. Okay, um, good. I have a lot of help. Um, okay. First of all, so everybody's situation and makeup is different. Right. Um, the COVID-19 homeschooling and the homeschooling, I do two totally different homeschoolings. Right. right? So I, right. I, I feel sorry for the people that got a homeschool during COVID-19. <laughs> you still got an answer to a teacher. You still got deadlines. You still right. got to get stuff in on time. I don't have any of those worries. Right. Um, we make our own curriculum. My kids pretty much have been playing um, for a whole year. Um, and they can read, write, and spell, and talk to, they, they speak better than, um, than some of our elected officials. You know, we're, we're not missing anything. So we, <laughs> educate them. we educate them totally different. Everything is really experiential, you right. know what I'm saying? So we believe learning happens everywhere. Yes. Um, some things are just not necessary um, to, to do the way that school does them. So homeschooling is actually not as difficult um, as most people think it is, right? So I'm not a teacher. I'm not trying to be a teacher. I facilitate okay. learning experiences. Right. And that could be get that broom and get that dustpan and go sweep in that kitchen, please. Right, um, right. You know what I'm saying? So it, so th that's that's one thing. So the the there are a lot of different hats. Um, it's not perfect here. I, I try to be organized, as organized as I can. My, my office looks a mess. I have dirty clothes on my couch um, piled up. Uh, like... So I'm not super human, right. nor am I trying to be. Um, it's clean right now where we in the camera view. You know, if I, we turn this joint <laughs> around, let's, I'm just going to be honest. That's good. We, that's, we look at that transparency. Let's be real. Let's be very real. We, I keep it clean right here. This, in right. this little couple, couple, couple feet area. Right. <laughs> right? Everything else is suspect. We, we Natasha's laughing at you. <laughs> we are working on it. So ah. there's, there's not this perfect environment that's right. happening here. Um, I do what I can. My husband helps. We're both entrepreneurs. I got a fresh haircut because we own a barbershop and my husband lives with me. Awesome now. And so <laughs> he cuts it, you know. So like there's certain things that we could do that because that's, you know, that's what I have, you know, have access to. But I, I definitely say, raise the white flag when you need help, say you need help. Mm -hmm. um, I do do things like meal plan and meal prep and stuff, right. you know, stuff like that. Right. The things I know that are coming up every day, like they got to eat every day. <laughs> you can avoid trying to figure out what's, the, what's for dinner every day. Like right. you can avoid that. Right. So things that are avoidable, yes. plan ahead for those things. You got to get dressed every day. Stop trying to look for something to wear. Right. Like you need clothes every day. Right. So the things that you can plan for, plan for. Yes. Some things don't happen all in one day. So it's there's a there's a lot there's a lot to it. I love it. I Great. Some of that helps. Great answer. I'm sure that has helped someone a lot of someone's, if you will. I want to thank you. What are your last words to encourage women to make that leap to believe in themselves for those that are on the fence? Hey, I have this great idea. I want to start my own business and I don't know if I'm ready. What are those, what are those last encouraging words that you would say to that, to that one? Do what you can, mm -hmm. where you are mm -hmm. with what you have. That's good. Y'all get that? Do what you can with what you have, where you are with what you have, okay? That's it. You got to start. You got to start. Take the first step. Put your toe in the water, as she said, okay? Put, put your baby toe in the water, and the rest will... <laughs> and the rest going to open up for you, for real. God's going to do it. He just needs you to take that first step, and the rest is going to come. If you need support of any kind, how do they find you, Serena? How do they connect with Serena and be a BMW, okay? 
So the BMW Life Podcast is everywhere where podcasts are. So there's Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, all those places. Yeah. Um, so that's the BMW Life. That podcast is fire. I'm telling you now, it, it encourages me. Okay. Um, and none of it is scripted. It's okay. all whatever God says at the time. So okay. I don't have scripts. I don't have things. I just have an idea. And then I let him speak. So oh. that's how that goes. Um, and on Instagram, uh, boss mom wife underscore life that's mm -hmm. where i am on instagram boss mom wife underscore life and then serenaspeaks.com is where you can find everything else all about my um courses classes my membership program i have a monthly mentoring program the water walkers some of them are um were here earlier um and, and that group is is fire we oh. support each other it we we i pair um the ladies with accountability partners to make sure that they accomplish the goal for the month Okay. Um, we switch accountability partners every month. Um, I also meet with them once a once a month. We we meet together live on okay. Zoom, and so I, you have a coach that prays for you and is committed to your success. You have a community of people that absolutely are cheering you on. We rally around one another. If somebody awesome. is down, if somebody needs to make that that Mary Kay sale for the end of the month, yeah. we we get on it. You understand? Right. We we right. support one another. Um, we and then you have, like I said, the accountability partner. So if you had all of that, how much more could you get accomplished? Right? Oh yeah. If you had all of it. So that's kind of what what we provide. My my monthly membership. Um, it's open right now. That's iwalkonwater.net. Okay. That's where you go for that. Love it. Love it. Love it. So you guys connect with Serena. I, I just want to simply say thank you, ma'am. This has been fire for real. <laughs> As I said, um, I knew it was going to be great. I knew it was going to be fire. The internet didn't want to be free and let us work, but that's what we got to work around. We got to work around because we better put this everywhere. You got me on fire on a Friday. I'm about to go live on my own page too. I'm like, listen, when this y'all better watch and listen, replay, replay, go out there and get your jog on, what have you, and get the content, get the information. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for taking this time out of your busy schedule to join me. Hopefully, I, we will get together and be on the stage somewhere real soon in the very near future when yeah. that's clear, okay? <laughs> yes, yes. So thank you all there. Uh, Karen, did anyone here have any questions? I see some comments. They laughed. They, they were laughing at us along the way too, Serena. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, sure. I, I see comments on, uh, about the feedback or whatever, but I don't see any questions. So again, thank you for joining me. This is DG McGee. I hope you guys connect with my dear, dear friend, Serena. She is a powerhouse in her own right. I thank you for your time, my sister, and we will connect very, very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do a part two on StreamYard or something. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yes. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Was that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website and I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, we have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also, if you are listening to this 
this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us. And listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon.